Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our good friend Daryl Bricker, the CEO and president of Ipsos Polling, Ipsos Public Affairs, is with us. Ipsos did uh, exclusive polling for Global News on the financial realities of Canadians. Daryl, thank you for the time. Happy Easter to you, and um, thank you. Uh, we, uh, you and I, have talked on a number of occasions, and recently about the financial realities in Canada. Forty-eight percent of people were going to have difficulty to uh, to meet or within two hundred dollars of not being able to pay their bills at the end of a month. What's the most significant piece of information that's come out of this particular poll about the financial well-being of Canadians during the pandemic? I think the one that really struck me, because I've been doing this for a long time, was, uh, you know, I think back to the, the Great Recession back at the end of uh, 2008 after the financial crisis. And we go out and ask uh, on a regular basis, uh, how likely is it that someone in your household uh, could lose their job? Uh, and, you know, we get around 25% saying at, at the, the height of it uh, that um, uh, they, they worried about somebody in their family losing their job. Today, that number is 63%. It's the highest I've ever seen. Uh, so to the extent that the coronavirus is a crisis for most people, yes, while they acknowledge the health aspects of it, they don't really see it as something that's going to affect their own personal health, but they do see it as something that's having an impact on them directly in terms of their economic health and anybody in their family's economic health. So for them, it's actually an economic disease more than anything else. And uh, I see from the poll that 60%, fully 60%, are anxious about not being able to pay their bills, and 31% say they cannot support themselves financially for even a week because they have no savings. Yeah, and it's something we've been tracking for a while, and I know some uh, you know, people push back and say, well, you know, that's not the reality. That's the perception that people have, that they don't have money available uh, if uh, if they're uh, forced to pay their bills. So the reason the government uh, needs to scramble and intervene in the economy as much as they are, and this is governments at all levels, is because they're probably doing their own polling and seeing something very similar. So while, you know, obviously this is a healthcare crisis and we need to uh, we need to focus on dealing with that, and because once we get that under control, we get the economy back under control. There's a lot of people who are really worried about the economy they're going to come back to, and whether or not they'll financially be able to survive to that point. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular demographic that's suffering the most, or struggling the most, or most concerned? Would it be the younger demographic in the country? Certainly, is younger people and women, and the reason for that is a lot of them work in retail, a lot of them work part time. A lot of them probably work in what we would call the gig economy, and they're, they've been flattened by this because they're generally the first to go. And, and uh, when you take a look at all the storefronts, uh, and you walk down in downtown Hamilton today and look at any clothing store or any jewelry store or any of those funky places that have made Hamilton kind of like the new Brooklyn, they're all closed. And all of those people are all small business people who are, you know, don't have deep pockets to be able to maintain uh, their rent, their taxes, everything else that one needs to pay, other than payroll, which uh, fortunately for some people, there's going to be some relief on that front. But for the owners themselves, 
they're uh, the people who are going to be employing uh, all of the people I just described. They're going to have a very rough go. A lot of them won't be able to come back. Mm-hmm. What percentage of the population has enough money to hold out for a few months, enough savings, enough money that they know they can access in order to pay the bills, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, do what they have to do, uh, what percentage of the population would fall into that category? Uh, about 25%, so that's six months and longer, about 25%. But if you start getting to a year, it's only about 12%. So just as you know, in our economy, we have a lot of just-in-time delivery, that seems to be the way that we handle our finances. We have just enough to get to the end of the, we get to the, end of the month. And it's interesting that people uh, who are most concerned about this are not necessarily people with less income. They're not necessarily older people. And the reason for that is a lot of them are on fixed incomes. Um, it's people who are uh, waking their way into the middle class, who have big bills uh, relative to real estate, probably paying for the kids' education, a whole bunch of other things that they're dealing with right now. They're the ones who are being most impacted. What's the takeaway, Daryl? Well, the takeaway is that I think the, the presentation of any of the information about what's going on in the uh, uh, with the coronavirus crisis is we're going to start seeing the second part of the discussion, which is usually about the economy, start to ramp up and become more of a priority. And the first part of the conversation, I think people who are public officials need to understand that the public's not hearing them talk about a sense of personal threat when they hear those numbers relative to their health. What they're really saying to people is um, these numbers represent the, the uh, your inability to go to work next week. Yeah. So we're going to have to have a transformation in that kind of discussion. And the public health people, you know, an important part of this, but the economic recovery part of it is going to become a bigger weight for most Canadians. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 